Hey, you guys. So I just wanted to make a podcast about something that I saw and something that I've seen in my life. But I saw two videos in particular. No, I saw one video and one comment in a separate video. These things stood out in my mind. So they were both about healthcare, and I'm a healthcare worker. So one video was about, and I saw this maybe last month, it was about this woman. She works in healthcare. She's a doctor. Uh, I forget of what sort, but she was feeling like, she was asking TikTok, should I stop working in medicine because I feel so unhappy seeing all of these people who are not covered by insurance, who are not getting the treatment they deserve because they don't have insurance. And I had some thoughts about that. Then I saw another video where a guy made it, and it was about how in the facility that he works in, which I would assume is majority white, he was white, he was talking about how the healthcare professionals will be quick to call security on grieving Black families or even call the police on grieving Black families because they view their grieving process as aggressive because they can get loud and he feels as though that's wrong and then someone in the comments was like he feels it's wrong that these people are you know treated in such a way when they're grieving in a way that's natural it makes sense and then they're being responded to in a way that's really not right and shows racial bias in his perspective and I saw a comment in the comment section where one lady was like, and this is why I'm going to work in healthcare administration and I will make a difference. And I was like, that's good, but just make sure you have a work-life balance, work in a team, and remember it's just a job. Don't think you can solve everything by yourself. Do what you wanna do, but just know it's not all about one person, it's about group effort. And she got really defensive about it, but eventually I just blocked her and kept it pushing because I wasn't trying to be mean or downplay it. But one thing that stood out to me with her comment, not so much his comment, his was just noticing how there's racial biases, which is true and which I think is important to point out. And the original commentator in the first video, I felt hers to have some issues and the person in the comment section had some issues, like saying, I want to make a difference by quitting my job or I want to make a difference by basically thinking I could be a superwoman and change everything all by myself. The issue that I have with that is in life, like in the U.S., when we're taught history, we're taught it as George Washington changed the world. You know, he did it all by himself. We're kind of taught in that way. But in reality, that's not how any of this works. Like, you have to work together in a group and you do your part and you make your little difference on your own and we collectively have to come together to change the culture which will impact everybody so for example I also saw this in my own personal life with a woman who worked as a school safety officer she said she wants to quit that and be a nail check nail technician because we were all in cosmetology school to be nail technicians because of our own personal reason but she was a school safety officer and she really wanted to be a nail technician because she was didn't like seeing you know the 
certain injustices take place. Like she saw one child brought a knife to school and for protection because the school was really dangerous. And these are this is her story. I wasn't there. This is just what I was told. And she felt like they were just trying to pin it on her and make her admit to doing something really serious, like bringing a weapon to school and not caring about her future and how she could get a felony for that. And she kind of like helped her to get out of that. And she was like, I don't even want to work here because I hate seeing stuff like that. And for me, I'm like, but you working there, you just saved that little girl's life. She may not even realize it. She could have gotten a felony and her entire life could have been ruined from that one situation. And you put a stop to that. That is a big thing. Or the doctor who's like, oh, there's all of these civil justice issues. She could spread awareness about that. And maybe even a few laws could get passed or if there are certain things that she sees that she can correct right then and there, she could end up helping so many hundreds of people. But because she can't help millions of people all by herself, she feels like she wants to quit and that's fine. But when you quit, your job doesn't disappear. There's going to be someone else who's going to do your job who maybe won't even care as much as you. And then how does that help? You know? Or the person who feels like, I myself am going to make this huge difference. And it's like, yeah, you yourself can make a difference. But one thing that I've learned working, and I've worked in a few different fields. I've worked in cosmetology, education, um, food, service, healthcare, And with all those different jobs I've had, I have definitely learn that when you leave a job someone else just takes a job and if there were all of these social justice issues before you got there they're going to still be there once you leave so when you quit you haven't changed anything maybe you feel better about yourself I don't know that's up to you but if your issue was all of these social justice issues you quitting didn't change that and you work in there isn't going to change it but so much. Don't work yourself to death or just give up completely because you feel like it doesn't matter. It's not just about you. It's about the collective, especially when it comes to healthcare. Like in healthcare, the culture needs to change. Like it needs to get to a point where we can treat people more fairly. And that's not going to happen if people who are compassionate either overwork themselves or quit because you get burnt out quickly if you don't have a work-life balance and you don't help at all when you just give up. And I think that's one thing that I've learned working in healthcare specifically is that I don't overwork myself. You know, I even recently like met up with some distant relatives and the one lady I met for the first time, she was not a cool person, so I won't be seeing her again. When I like met up with this relative and told her my job, she's like, oh, well, do you do this? And I'm like, yeah, of course. You know, she was like, what about the call lights? I'm like, I don't run behind people and answer call lights. Like, I'm not their slave. I'll, I'll answer the call lights. But I'm going to take my time and do what I have to do and get to them when I get to them and let them know what's going on. Because ultimately, you running yourself ragged is not going to help. Like, if you have a cold blue, you can't stop, you know, trying to help this person (laughs) to breathe 
because someone over there wants more ice or this other person wants a blanket. So those two call lights are going off. So what? This person is choking to death. Like you have to have priorities and you can't like just stress out about call lights because then you won't be able to do the job and the job still needs to get done. And this lady was like, see, that's why I can't do that job. I was like, of course you can't do it. You're judging me for how I do my job. But I've learned how to prioritize. <laughs> and in my field, you have to prioritize because if you don't, <laughs> you won't be able to do the work. And the work needs to get done. <laughs> you know, the work needs to get done. This is life-saving work. So if you don't do it and it doesn't get done, that's not good. Like, you're just going to end up hurting the residents when it's all said and done. That's why for me, it's so important to just pace myself, you know, take personal time off when need be, come to work, (laughs) well-rested, with a good attitude, and really put in the effort because if I stress myself out about different things at the job, it's not going to work for me. I can't stress myself out about it. I have to take my time, do my work, and do my part. And I know I try to treat everyone fairly, everyone equally, and everybody with respect. Even, like, recently I went to the doctor because I have have COVID. I have it right now. Uh, It's been, like, two weeks, so Um, I'm doing a lot better now. But I end up going to the emergency room. And I was getting tested to see if I had blood clots. And one of the aides, she was drawing my blood. And I was like, she was, she was like tired or whatever. And she's like, I don't even care because it, it didn't fill up with blood. And I was like, well, I care. And then I asked the nurse, I was like, can you help her? And she's like, yeah. And then this aide is like, oh, yeah, I know. She doesn't want to wait. She doesn't want to wait. And then the nurse is like, of course she doesn't want to wait. She's been here for so long, just like everyone else. And she draws the blood for me, even though she's so busy. Her advocating for me helped me because without enough blood, I might have gotten, you know, not the correct results. I would have had to wait longer for my test. And I was already there for like eight hours at that point. I ended up being there for 12 hours. So, you know, it was really difficult having to wait that long but even more so difficult having someone be like oh i'm so tired i don't want to help she's like the the aide kept saying oh she's a lot she's a lot because it was like hard to get the, my blood but it's always hard for people to draw blood from me that's just how it is and i didn't need all of that you know rude commentary of oh it's a lot it's a lot but you know she's stressed out or tired or whatever but you know, I'm sick and tired, so that wasn't helpful. I didn't really like working with her, but just having that nurse there to balance it out and actually help me meant a lot to me, and I was able to get the proper amount of blood taken out so I can get my results for my test, and, you know, that made a difference for me. So, you know, just little things like that make a big difference in people's lives. <laughs> and by helping with draw my blood, she didn't, you know, change my whole life or anything necessarily, but she just helped me out. 
and it's the little things it's the whole team coming together having checks and balances and even if one person might be a great aid ordinarily maybe that one day you're tired but that one day you slip up it could lead to somebody not getting test results and maybe that person does have blood clots but they didn't get it the results because it's not enough blood was drawn and now you know someone could be misdiagnosed and then die like these things can lead to real world consequences and you know just being that one person who's there you can make such a huge difference and save someone's life without even fully realizing it just by following proper protocol and that makes the difference about the the group the team and changing the whole overall culture not you know overworking yourself per se but just being like, you know, I see this person struggling, let me help them out so and help the patient out. Or, you know what, I see this person's actually being really harsh and I think it's because of their race. Let me advocate for them a little bit. Oh yeah, you know, I don't think we need to call security because they're crying hysterically. No, let's just let leave them alone because they're grieving. Because you know if it was a white person, they would give them that space. So let me just advocate for them a little bit. And then, you know, it's it helps. It's because that person could call security or call the cops on them. And who knows what the security guard or the cops could do when they're already grieving. You know, they have enough on their plate. So little stuff like that makes a difference. And... You can spread awareness even more if you, like, get the media involved, social media involved. And I think all of that is really great ways to try and help. Rather than thinking you can just do everything on your own or you can just quit altogether. Because people die, work doesn't. Like, when we're all long gone, dead... Healthcare is still going to be a thing and there's still going to be social justice issues surrounding it. Quitting or just making it your whole life doesn't help. Just doing your part here and there and even just doing your job correctly. Like even if you don't go out of your way to help other people, even if you just do your job correctly and make sure that nothing bad happens on your watch, even that can make a difference because so many people cut corners so, you know, I, I was just thinking that because I've seen it um, at my job, I've seen it at other jobs, and I think in healthcare and in criminal justice especially, when your life is in people's hands, you know, it can make such a big difference if you can actually um, <laughs> excuse me. I'm getting over COVID. <laughs> but um, yeah, it can make such a difference <laughs> when you can just do things the right way and help people the way they're supposed to be helped rather than doing things the wrong way and people suffer and people get hurt. <laughs> it can be, it can get really ugly. So I think just doing your part and maintaining a work-life balance and being honest and being ethical is the most important thing. Not getting caught up in that, oh, I have a high position so I can talk to people however I want or treat people however I want. Staying humble, treating people with respect no matter what your position is. Being alert, doing your job as best you can makes such a big difference.
Later.